Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. Belgrade declared a one-month amnesty period for citizens to surrender unregistered weapons following two shootings in two days that left 17 people dead. Serbian officials said on Sunday, May 14th, that residents had turned over 13,500 weapons since back-to-back mass shootings stunned the Balkan nation earlier this month. Authorities launched a gun crackdown after a 13-year-old boy took his father's gun and opened fire on his fellow students in an elementary school in Belgrade on May 3rd. A day later, a 20-year-old man used an automatic weapon to shoot randomly in a rural area south of the capital, leaving 8 dead and 13 wounded. Tens of thousands of people have protested after the shootings, demanding the resignations of government ministers and a ban on television stations that promote violent content and host war criminals and crime figures. Serbia has tens of thousands of weapons brought in from the battlefields of the 1990s Balkan Wars. In response, Serbian President Aleksandar Vucic announced the amnesty program giving Serbian citizens just one month to surrender their weapons. On Sunday, May 14th, President Vucic then accompanied police officials to view the assortment of arms. Photos from the scene showed lines of rifles, automatic weapons, and pistols stacked on the floor in a warehouse along with wooden boxes filled with grenades. Vucic said about half of the arms collected had been held illegally, while the other half were registered weapons that citizens decided to part with. The relinquished weapons will go to Serbian arms and ammunition factories for potential use by the country's military. Authorities warned that people caught with illegal weapons, once the amnesty period ends, could face prison sentences of up to 15 years if they are convicted. Number 2 Israel's finance minister Betsalo Smotrik on Sunday praised the combined Israeli forces for the recently completed Operation Shield and Arrow against Gaza's Palestinian Islamic Jihad, or PIJ for short. However, he said to achieve real calm in the South would only be through dismantling the entire terror infrastructure of Hamas, the Palestinian enclave's rulers. It was a very good operation. It sent a clear message to Hamas and the Iranians about our capabilities and our deterrence against attempts to raise our heads. I think there's a paradigm shift. This is a message to all those who deal with us in the region, Smutrik said in an interview with Khan News. The IDF managed to hit the Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorist organization hard over the past five days, inflicting more damage than in the previous operation, he continued. However, we have not solved all the problems, which according to him were caused by the expulsion of Jews from Gush Katif in 2005, and even further in Oslo, where we created many problematic situations. Gaza is a difficult problem. We will have to get to the root of the problem, he said. In my opinion, we will eventually have to dismantle Gaza and disarm it completely. Number 3 President Biden on Sunday was asked to assess the state of the U.S.-Mexico border after the expiration of pandemic-era policy Title 42 last week. Much better than you all expected, Biden said when asked by reporters during a bike ride near his vacation home in Rehoboth, Delaware. The president said he had no immediate plans to visit the border. For doing so, he argued, would just be disruptive. Biden's comments come after U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said border patrol agents have seen a 50% drop in the number of migrants crossing the border since Thursday. 
The numbers we have experienced in the past two days are markedly down over what they were prior to the end of Title 42, Mayorkas said to CNN's State of the Union program. He said there were 6,300 border encounters on Friday and 4,200 on, on Shabbos, but cautioned it was still early in the new regime. Mayorkas credited the criminal penalties for migrants who illegally enter the country, which resumed under existing law after Title 42's expiration for the decrease in crossings. The COVID-era rule adopted under former President Donald Trump allowed officials to expel migrants quickly without an asylum process, but did not impose penalties. Despite the Biden administration's assurances, multiple communities have been straining their resources to deal with an influx of migrants in recent weeks. Last week, outgoing Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot issued an emergency declaration in response to illegal migrants being sent to her city by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. An influx of migrants has also sparked chaos in New York City, from where Mayor Eric Adams has fought with upstate counties to send busloads of asylum seekers for temporary housing, sparking contentious legal battles. The need for securing the border was also highlighted by San Diego's confirmation of an Afghani on the terror watch list who was arrested at the U.S.-Mexico border after attempting to cross. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.